Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape the community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. The history of many Milwaukee neighborhoods has been erased or replaced over time. But a new project is working to educate people about the history of Milwaukee's Bronzeville neighborhood and teach how the past has influenced the present. The Milwaukee Bronzeville Histories Project maps out where historic African-American figures lived and worked. It also pinpoints where longtime establishments existed, all through an app and website. Katonga Alexander is the lead researcher for the Milwaukee Bronzeville Histories Project. He joins Lake Effect's Mallory Chang. Why did you want to create this resource? Why was this important to you? Well, um, I have a background uh, looking at the generational crisis of joblessness in Milwaukee. Uh, and I'm a former school teacher, taught elementary, middle, and high school for 12 years. And after that, I went into human services uh, where I facilitated men in violence classes and uh, fatherhood classes. And from there, I moved into reentry work where I was the coordinator of the Welcome Home Project. Uh, I worked with individuals who were deemed at highest risk to for recidivism, which means that they will be reincarcerated at a higher rate than others. So we were working with a pretty sensitive uh, demographic. And a lot of times the generational crisis of joblessness research that I have been working on coincided with the state of a lot of individuals who I have been working with. And so it took us to a how did we get here moment. In, in history and what was there. And that led me to connect with Patricia Diggs, who is the publisher of the Bronzeville of Milwaukee Lifestyle, uh, a book uh, that her and Ivory Abina Black created, talking about the uh, history or the historical neighborhood uh, they call Bronzeville. It went by multiple names uh, and sometimes no names at all. Uh, and so she had this idea of putting the the history into a digital platform, which kind of coincided with me at the time being a, a PhD student. Uh, I was connected with her on this project to do Milwaukee Bronzeville. So the roots of it is kind of twofold. My history plus being at the right place at the right time, connecting with Patricia Diggs and her vision for a digital platform for Milwaukee's Black history. I think that it's important to know that the the app was made possible through a grant from the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. They're supporting the next wave of the process as well for this upcoming year. Yeah, and I just also want to talk a little bit about the map that you and Patricia Diggs put together for Milwaukee Bronzeville History's website and app. And a number of the featured people and places are physically outside of what Google Maps defines as Bronzeville in Milwaukee. And you talked a little bit about how in Milwaukee's history, there were different iterations of names of this area. How did you both defined where Milwaukee's Bronzeville starts and ends for this historical resource. So using the word Bronzeville is is complicated and it also is controversial in certain circles. So the Bronzeville uh, neighborhood that's considered the Bronzeville neighborhood today has a different parameter than the Bronzeville of old. And, and the reason I say it's complicated is because when we say the Bronzeville of old, 
that neighborhood of old didn't necessarily use the term Bronzeville. So we the Bronzeville is a also a generic term that could be used to describe um, African-American neighborhood. And there are Bronzevilles throughout the country. Uh, now, some places have taken on that name officially. And so what we do is we're kind of using Bronzeville name in three ways. One way to describe the physical neighborhood of the old, which has a different parameter than neighborhood of the new. The second way is we use the Bronzeville name generically, which just means the African-American neighborhood. And thirdly, we use Bronzeville as a term that periodically described the area uh, centered on Walnut Street. The new Bronzeville, you could argue, is either centered on 3rd or centered on North Avenue. The old Bronzeville's core was Walnut Street. Um, so that is how we differentiate the old with the new. With that being said, the way we use the term Bronzeville generically to mean African-American community, it also encompasses what we call Bronzeville today, which is an African-American community. So that is how we use Bronzeville kind of in a broadened sense. With all of that in mind, which is great historical context to know, the evolution of the neighborhood has changed over the course of decades of the establishment of Bronzeville. We've had highways built through entire African-American Black communities in Milwaukee. How did you decide what histories to dive into and to feature? What we wanted to tell with the website and app is we wanted to tell the stories of the places and the individuals who made the places. Uh, and by places, I mean the businesses, but also by place, I mean the actual neighborhood. Like the parameter of the neighborhood is something historically we could look at and, and, and see. Although if you look at it from a historical perspective, the parameter was continually growing. Uh, even in it, you know, if you look at the community in 1920, you look at the community in 1946, we see the parameters even stretching, right? So it was a continuously adjusting even a physical parameter of on, on the neighborhood. So what we wanted to tell, though, is the stories of the people who made the neighborhood the neighborhood, regardless of where it was located. And so we go in, we look at the businesses, because there were a lot of businesses collectively in this area. Uh, there were people who were struggling and people who were thriving to get these businesses in, in operation. So it wasn't a, from, from a historical perspective, we could look at it and see like, oh, these people were giving businesses or something like that. These were people who made a way out of no way. And we wanted to tell the story of those individuals and also the individuals who supported them that made this this thing we call Bronzeville or this place that we recognize as a, a, a phenomenon. Who are some of the people that that are featured on the website and the app and what are some places that are featured on the app and website? Every summer, the goal, and not, not even just every summer, but I should say every year, the goal is to continuously add people to the, the website. We feature what was then and we also feature what is now. Uh, and the idea of it is to combat the argument that when the federal highway came through 43, which actually did disrupt the 
community that we're discussing uh, and urban renewal policies were enacted, it uh, severely hindered the specific parameter uh, that we recognize historically as the Black community. But we argue through the Milwaukee Bronzeville histories that the African-American community was not destroyed by those policies. It was altered. So it still existed. And what we use to make that central argument is the fact that we still see the same energy, the same effort, the same ideologies today, and in many ways, direct descendants. To get to your question about who is on the website, we have people like Larry Hill, who had Larry's Lunch at a restaurant in what we recognize as Bronzeville or the Black community early on. And then we have today uh, descendants of, of Larry Hill still doing the same thing that he was doing. On, on the website, we have famous actors, uh, the first uh, African-American to win an Oscar. Uh, we have famous actors and, and sports players, advocates, individuals who migrated to the city and struggled and fought to make improvement to the area of Milwaukee. Um, and the list that we have on there now is going to grow every year. Milwaukee's Bronville neighborhood is getting national recognition. In 2022, the New York Times named Milwaukee's Bronzeville neighborhood as a destination to visit. With all this national recognition, with the eyes on Milwaukee, how do you see visitors to the area or even other Milwaukeeans using this app when visiting the Bronzeville neighborhood or visiting this area of the city? So what we did for the 2022 version of the Milwaukee Bronzeville Histories is we created a walking tour guide where individuals could actually take the map and walk the destinations and see what is there now and also look in the, the, the map guide and see what was there before. Eventually, you will be able to use that map on your phone uh, where you can actually pull up from where you're at and it will bring up the images and history of what was there where you're standing. So the Milwaukee Brownsville History's idea for people coming is continuing to grow and, in, and be enhanced. And so what we, what we do is we have that map right now, and, and people can use that to see uh, the new and the old. And so we would like for people to really, really do about 50-50. You know, we, we want you to recognize what was here because what was here actually explains uh, what is there now. Uh, so when I say what was here, I mean what was here in the past. Um, and so it's important to recognize that the businesses that are in operation now, many of them are, are working off the efforts that were created or established in the old. Kitonga, thank you so much for being here on Lake Effect to talk about uh, this wonderful project. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kitonga Alexander is the lead researcher for Milwaukee's Bronzeville Histories Project and a Ph.D. candidate of history at UW-Milwaukee. He spoke with Lake Effect's Mallory Chang. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lakeeffect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight Podcast.